All right. Welcome to this week's roundtable. We got an extra guest this week with us, Jeff. Uh, this is Jake Each, and uh, yeah, we're we're hanging out. Jake was came by Veritas to study, and I said, "Hey, you want to be on roundtable?" And he said, "Not really. What are you talking?" Well, I, I think you said, "What are you talking about?" And I said, "Well, I what's know. funny is he came here for." uninterrupted study time <laughs> yeah what did you think you were getting into when you rolled into jeff and i's office? we haven't stopped talking yeah what, what do you want to be on a round table what's it about well let's just do it and find out yeah yeah we'll just start talking and figure out what round table is about this week now actually um i did want to ask you guys about um summer summer starting um and i just ask about summer rhythms for you guys what what does summer look like for you um, how is it different from the school year? What do you do? Like, do you have any, uh, new rhythms or how do you use your schedule change? You guys have vacations going on. Just, just trying to get a window into what your, what your summers are like and, and all that. So I know it's, it's kind of crazy on the home front. You got kids, schedules are different. Kid, kids are at home and, uh, there's maybe an added stress on the home front too, but what, what your world looks like so we'll just summer is the topic so who wants to start you, you got more summers under your belt than i do yeah. <laughs> let's start with the veteran I yeah i don't have any uh, kids running around at home <laughs> these days but um no we do try to spend more time with our kids and grandkids and that's been fun this last saturday we made a beeline over to ames just because our son colin bought one of these inflatable water slide things that was the only reason we went to Ames is to watch all of our grandkids climb around and bash around. So oh, summer well, does allow yeah. for just enjoyment of, of some of that kind of stuff for sure. But one of the things that I've been enjoying lately is actually prompted by you. Mark and I tend to swap little new habits or things that, that are getting our attention. And listening to Elizabeth Elliott was something you mm. had brought up. And I am telling you, going on long walks, and hearing from that mentor, Elizabeth Elliott, mm -hmm. who's now passed away, but I mean, her recordings of her uh, lectures has just been kind of a good summer thing. Like she just speaks with such poise and she's not excitable, just truth speaking. So it's, it's strong, but it's quiet, you know what I mean? And peaceful. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have just been, I, I found myself... All, like preoccupied with some of the things she was saying even this morning and so uh that's one i guess more yeah. on just the spiritual devotional end of things yeah. that i've really been enjoying this summer is taking walks with elizabeth elliott you yeah. feel like it's kind of this maternal grandmother maybe voice yeah uh leading you and guiding you into the scriptures and so wow i really love that cool yeah that's awesome jake what's a summer look like for you well traditionally you take a lighter preaching load so try to get a, mm -hmm. a bit more of a break in the summer from that homework summer's barbecue season so i got a new smoker nice oh i gotta gotta learn and grow and keep doing that um so and it, it requires a lot of time you know you gotta smoke yeah. something for 12 hours so i have to sit here and <laughs> nurse my smoker so what kind um, of a smoker is it it's a pellet smoker green yeah grill do you recommend it? I mean, is it? I do. I love it. Um, it feels like cheating because it's like you just set it and it's controlled. And I'm used to trying to like nurse the fire. The whole time, uh -huh. So, but I do love it. Um, so we'll spend more time doing that. Um, vacations, try to do some uh, a bit 
more reading than normal. What is a vacation for you? What is, what does that look like? Uh, every summer we join my wife's family going to Backbone, I get a cabin up in mm -hmm. State Park in Iowa. That's enjoyable. Uh, spend time with them and yeah. the kids get to be neighbors to their cousin. Personally, I love going to the Boundary Waters um, mm. for a fishing trip. This is the first summer in like a decade I don't have a Boundaries Water trip planned. Mm. And I'm always like, ah, what are we going to do? So, but I'm thinking about maybe trying to get a fall trip. We always want to go in the fall. What do you love about Boundary Waters? Um, well, I love nature. I love fishing. Um, it's one of the closest places in the Midwest to get like really remote fast. Mm. So just not being around other people. Um, mm. uh, I like the fact that everything I need is in a backpack. Mm. Like it's just simple and yeah. we're going to feed ourselves with the fish, fish we catch. Um, we're going to see a ton of great stars. These trees and this water knows nothing of my problems mm. and it's beautiful <laughs> and, and I like it uh once a trip it seems like you just swim out and float in the middle of the lake and you feel small in a good way wow. I, I love that wow dude wow i've been it's gotta be cold in that water oh yeah it's it's, it's uh it's brisk <laughs> you, you, holy by the time you get to the middle you're numb yeah um, <laughs> then you're fine well so I, I'm trying to convince myself that I, I want to go on this trip with you <laughs> to the Boundary Waters. I and I'm, the same thing. I, 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 in my mind, I'm, I would enjoy that trip. But then I'm thinking about getting there and it's the canoeing, the bugs. Do I, the bugs. Do I like to fish for how many hours a day? Ten? Yeah, it's not for everybody. You know, but I, I think I, I would like that. But then I'm worried I would get there and you would regret having asked me to go. <laughs> it's too late at that point. I mean, you can't, yeah, you're out there. You're I, I think canoe. you would love it. I, no. I mean, okay. you're in a canoe for a while, but um, I'm not as hard. Some of the guys we go with, like, it's a fishing trip. I'm like, no, it's a camping trip and involves some fishing. So mm. you know, oh, I sit in a hammock and yeah. take a nap in the afternoon if you want to. Mm. You jump nice. out and go swimming. You're having great conversation with the person that's canoeing. Um, you got to set up camp and I could do that. I could do that. <laughs> yeah. Like last week it was, or last time we went, it was, it was kind of a rainy day and some hardcore guys went out fishing and a few of us said, no, we're going to just stay and throw tomahawks at trees in the afternoon. We had a great time. So <laughs> nice. that's fun. Well, we were, I was talking to my brother and um, in Colorado, you can rent Jeeps and there's Jeep trails and like mm. Telluride and these old like mining ghost mm. towns that you drive through the mountains and um, I'm trying to figure out that if you can get the wilderness, the majesty of nature uh, without the work of, yeah, you know, camping, canoeing, yeah. and, and you can, you know, camp if you want or yeah. whatever. It's a little further Colorado. And yeah. so that's something Boundary Waters has. Yeah. Close and I love it. the gear, like the lightweight mm. gear, like my cook stove is this big. And I can everything wow. I need. And okay, I just uh, I'm heading to Africa, and uh, one of my friends over there goes out sharing the gospel village to village. So I was hoping that I could maybe bring him a tent. I am blown away at how lightweight oh, some yeah. of these tents. So mm -hmm. I one of the tents that I looked at to get him. I haven't made my decision yet. It weighs about three pounds, mm -hmm. and it's a full canopy net thing, which I think would do him well because it's mostly to keep mosquitoes off it's not mm. as much to keep you warm as yeah. give you protection and so the whole anyway i'm looking at this stuff and i'm like 
how does this entire thing slip into a thing this big and weigh, I think it was even less than three, I think it was like 2.8 pounds or yeah. something. I'm just like, that's unbelievable, yeah. you know, so that's incredible equipment yeah yeah so you're going to africa in two weeks mm -hmm. what's what's that trip about yeah what's... i man i get shook. I, <laughs> I feel so i mentioned africa that. and just starts to get <laughs> choked up uh just because i came off a phone call with a uh both marjorie and jonathan too the leaders over there and i i actually am very eager to get over there and this is kind of a bonus trip. We didn't get to go last year because of the pandemic. And so uh, just to let them know they're remembered, just to let them know we love it. So I am doing pastor training. We are serving the children that are over there. Our students who are already living in Lusaka for a few weeks, uh, a team of students from both of our churches. Um, I'm going to take the Iowa City crew up there with me up to the rural areas where we go. And uh, also going to talk with the Ministry of Health uh, people about putting up a clinic in Kabansa village that I won't be able to visit this time, but deep, deeper into the bush. So there's like, I don't know, a half dozen really important things that I need to do uh, and, and hope to get all accomplished. But it's also meeting with the, all these pastors that I get mm -hmm. to train for a couple of days, all the children that are vulnerable and orphaned and, yeah. and just letting all of the above know, um, you're part of a much greater global family and we've not forgotten mm. you. And wow. So can go. you, I, this is something I was thinking about when, whenever um, we talk about Kabansa, this is the remote area that we were a couple of years ago, a year and a half ago um, in the Luangwa Valley. It's mm -hmm. a super remote area, but I, I get excited about it, but I get the butterflies in my stomach feeling because mm -hmm. it was, you know, I mean, it's, it was kind of scary uh, getting there and trying to get back. When you think Would of you, remote, like, me going to the boundary waters <laughs> there's bears and everything that's uh, yeah i love nature camping when you talk about going where there's spitting cobras yeah. no black mom. yeah <laughs> it's a different world yeah, it is a different uh, <laughs> but i guess my question to you is and this came up with elizabeth elliott leaf and i my wife and i were talking about um elizabeth elliott was saying as as christians our job is not to keep people safe right our job is to help people follow Jesus. And we know that that can be a dangerous path. Mm -hmm. And that changes the way we think because health and safety is not our chief right. objective, but there's risk involved. Mm -hmm. There's always risk involved in really following Jesus. Yeah. Um, I guess my question to you is, uh, what kind of risk factors are there? In, in do you think about that when you go? Yeah. Like, is, it, is mm -hmm. going to Africa... Um, do you go with a sense of, oh, this is a little risky? Because when we mm -hmm. were there, I mean, it's unsafe driving conditions oh, yeah, and, sure. and all that. But I, how do you I think do that? try to, not to be melodramatic, but I, I do try to be purposeful before every trip to let my kids and grandkids know I love them. You know, not, mm. not because I have any premonition that anything dangerous, but yeah. the very real you know, opportunity there is that I won't be coming back or whatever. Wow. It's not, be, and I, again, I don't want to be melodramatic. It's, yeah. it's not the most dangerous place to right. go, right. but there are more risk factors in going there, especially when we go out to the Luongo Valley than you would have here driving right. across town. Not yes. with me, you know? Right. So yes, there are very real risks, but honestly, no, I, I, um, when I consider the constant 
risks that my brothers and sisters in Zambia face all day, every day mm. for me to walk with them down that trail, for me to mm. join with them for a season. It feels to me like a very small way to again say, you know, Jesus <laughs> left the security and riches of glory in order to incarnate with us to walk alongside. Mm -hmm. Could have God could have just done another Mount Sinai thing and just shouted his message from the mountaintops, you know, that um, part of his glorious plan was the incarnation. And I just feel like we have to keep doing that. Go to the hardest places, go as servants, you know, to mm -hmm. those that need to know God is with us, you know, and yeah. again, not, not a Messiah complex, but counting the cost and saying mm -hmm. worth it to, you do know. you feel, do you feel like, um, there's that, that saying safety is not a place. It's a person. Yeah. And like the whole, I, I think it was, uh, John Ortberg that said, you know, I'd rather be, I'd rather be in a stormy sea on a little fishing boat than in a calm sea on a yacht. Mm. Um, uh, his statement was, I'd rather be on a stormy sea in a little fishing boat with, with Jesus, Jesus yeah. than on a calm sea in a yacht without him. Yeah. And, and the thing I think about is when we were going into the Luango Valley, uh, Navas Kalunga, the old pastor, I think is he 68? Yeah. 68 year old church planner. Now oh. he's got to be approaching 70. Yeah. Because that was, that was, we're years talking about his ago. retirement when I go there. That's oh my the goodness. And I remember him as my heart rate was going up, realizing how remote this area was. Uh, he said, he said, we will not die. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, we might come close. <laughs> there was something about this old apostolic. You did a great impression. Church man. planner, did just because he has these dramatic pauses. Oh that yeah. We will not die. He goes. These places we are going in Africa, we call this beyond the Great Commission. <laughs> Okay, if he thinks this right. place is remote and people don't go here, right. or, what are we doing? You know, what are we doing here? But just his, you know, and he had this other thing. He he talked about. I love how they phrase things. He said, "You Americans, you last longer. Like <laughs> you live longer generally right. than Africans." Right. You know? So he was. <laughs> That was his comment about this visiting America. Oh. I said, like, what do you think? He said, yeah, you last longer. <laughs> um, but just the, uh, I guess where I'm going with all this is just thinking about, um, you know, you going to Africa and, and the idea of just God's presence with us and some things that I'm going through just personally, um, remembering that the presence of Jesus, yeah. like you can go um, just, just to have the presence of Jesus you know, with us as we go. And that there's something mm -hmm. that, that just injects courage in, you know, when you're walking with Jesus, you, you kind of almost feel invincible. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you kind of are, you know? right. And so anyway, sure. as you're talking about Africa, I was thinking about that, yeah. but uh, um, so any, anything this summer that you've been reading or thinking about or, or things you want to do to, um, or maybe a word of encouragement to, to someone who might be listening on um, how to 
kind of redeem the time this summer mm-hmm. how to yeah. think about summer in a way that um yeah could be helpful i'm a task a type of person like um, or type a of task mm-hmm. giving so just appreciate the rhythms like okay it's it's okay to slow down in yeah. the season mm. um, so um i look forward to that um reading we're going to do hebrews this fall so I'm going to try to read through some Hebrew mm-hmm. commentaries more slowly um, and uh, not have those due dates right in front of you. Um, just kind of control the pace. So uh, slow down. Incur- I mean, I encourage you to slow down and enjoy a slower pace. Lean into people and relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, be intentional on in what fills your bucket and, and pursue it. So practically for people that are involved in whether it's a connection group or whatever, do you guys take a break from just your regular connection group meetings or different? Some groups do, some groups don't. It's kind of up to the group. Our group, um, we'll probably do more cookouts, Mm -hmm. just more kind of hang out. (laughs) My stomach started growling. (laughs) I started talking more about smoking meat. (laughs) We are going to jump in here. We are. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, with that. Um, you have anything, Jeff, the, you know, yeah, I would say the same, you know, I try to, uh, when I'm out on walks, almost, uh, always I'm listening to something, either a book or a podcast or something. And, and I, I love that as well, but it was actually Mikey that I was hearing him say, uh, you know, when I go out on walks, I just didn't I'm very intentional about not putting anything in my ears and just mm-hmm. listening. To it. And, uh, what's really cool is across from me, there's this park. And in one of the wooded sections of the park, there's a family of owls. So there's these adolescent owls that are, well, I mean, their adolescent owls are still about this big. And if you're careful and quiet, you know where they are, you can hear them kind of talking to each other. They do this like, it's it's not a chirp or a call. It's this, you'd almost miss it. It almost sounds like tire pressure coming out or something. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but then you can find them and they're so... Anyway, I'm just saying I was kind of thanking God for Mikey's advice because now I'm more intentional about like listening to what's going on around me and just enjoying. So again, the rhythms of of a summer where I don't have to be proactive and buy up every moment and listen to something because that's going to help me. Sometimes going for walks, popping those out and saying, wow, God, what do you have in your creation that I can lean into? Like, wow, just enjoy some of that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and, you know, for, I, I'm thinking about, you know, the, the chaos on the home front. How do you navigate some of that stuff? You know, there may be people in our season of life where little kids at home all day and summer can be a stressful time mm. for, for moms. Is that a different podcast? We got to get, uh, we got to get our wives in here to talk well, about that one. I have a difference. Our kids are getting, you have a little younger, but, um, you got the more broad spectrum. Our kids are kind of getting older. I'm trying to like lean into the chaos more, like mm. force myself out of my selfishness. Even last night, like I just wanted to sit down and watch some TV and it's summer and my wife is much better at like engaging. And she put me to shame because she went out and she's thrown catch with Rudy softball. Aww. I was like, oh, I got to get out of it. Because it's not yeah. going to be long until right. they're not yeah. in the house. Dude. And it's like, right. enjoy the chaos while you got it. Enjoy yeah. like, Let's play a game. Yeah. Let's do something. Let's watch something together. Let's go somewhere together. Yeah. Like now, now to give you the old man version of I true do that, and I hopefully did the same. I also want to say, 
sometimes I would freak myself out when I was at your age of thinking, I've got to buy up every moment because soon they're going to be gone as if they just leave and never come back. I actually am enjoying my adult kids every bit as much as I did wow. when they were under my roof. You know what I mean? And oh, so, I'm totally looking forward to them leaving the house. <laughs> I'm just saying they haven't yet. So might as well make the most of it. Oh, that's, that's great. Great. Well, I've been, I've been working out with my boys. They got me working out. They're trying to whip me into shape. <laughs> and uh yeah it's it's pretty bad when i'm you know so me and my 16 year old son are lifting the same amount of weight so i'm i'm having to step up my game my old man strength starting to come back you you've been working out though a little bit if you call it that i'm, I'm in a gym with some other guys it's <laughs> to the workout level some form of exercise do you feel like you could ever get back to college no division one athlete Never. shape why not? Because I'm 42 years old. I got <laughs> and don't want to. No, <laughs> you didn't have a smoker when you were eight. <laughs> Other ambitions that yeah. I would not want to give my time that needed to do that. I want to fit yes. in my clothes. Yeah. And live a healthy <laughs> life longer than I can. So yeah, that's awesome. All right. Okay. With that, hey Jeff, you want to just yeah, pray for, for us? Yeah, I was actually thinking of this verse that uh, Elizabeth Elliot actually just quoted uh, out of Isaiah 50. The Lord will help me. Therefore, I have not been humiliated. Therefore, I've set my face like a flint. And I know I will not be put to shame. Mm. I just, you know, she talked about just mm. God being the one that uh, gives you the courage to take that next step for her. It was going back into a dangerous place uh, on the mission field. But Anyway, Lord, I just pray that. I pray that over us. I pray Isaiah 50, verse 7, over us that, that our courage to take the next step forward and our courage to face the next day uh, would come because of our security in knowing you, um, our creator, our Lord, our Savior, our Messiah. Um, Lord, help us to find our anchor and our strength and our stability and our uh, even the breath to take the next step uh, would be from you and you will never leave us and never forsake us. So we're safe. Uh, so we love you, Lord. Thanks in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Awesome. Have a great week and we will see you next time.